Alexa tells a young girl to electrocute herself. McDonald's tests exercise bikes within their stores. And two brothers have been re-gifting the same box of candy for over 30 years. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Oh, yeah, and I'm here for the holidays, baby. I'm not going to desert you. I'll be here for you. I'll be here for you, recording a podcast in a closet. (laughs) Alexa tells a young girl to electrocute herself. (laughs) Pretty much. Turns out that Amazon has to update its Alexa voice assistant program because it puts someone in danger. Do you guys know what the Alexa is? It's that little device in your home that's listening to everything you say so that it can it can prepare to sell you things with targeted advertising. <laughs> it's also collecting all that, all that information to give over to the government, such as sounds of you having intercourse with your loved ones. <laughs> That's, I don't know if that's really going on. It could be. It could be. That might just be paranoia. Uh, now, a lot of you listen to the Weird AF News podcast on the Alexa, and I'm grateful for that. And uh, In fact, if you do so, it would be extremely helpful if you left me a review on Amazon. You know, Maybe give me like two or three stars or something if you're feeling generous, maybe four stars. Uh, the Alexa is a phenomenal device. I've listened to it. I've used it, obviously. Uh, I don't have it in my house because I'm paranoid a little bit of the damn thing listening to me all the time. And I say terrible things when I'm alone, things that the world doesn't need to hear. And if Amazon recorded it and then put it out there, I'd be immediately canceled in life. (laughs) That's right. That's what's going on. All right, back to the story, because I've gone out on a limb here, as I usually do. I apologize. I'm highly caffeinated right now. You know, I got some good, strong coffee for Christmas, thanks to my... Lovely listeners and supporters. Shout out to y'all. Okay, so Amazon updated its voice its voice assistant after it challenged a 10-year-old girl to touch a coin to the prongs of a half-inserted plug. I'm going to repeat that. Alexa challenged a young girl to touch a coin to the prongs of a half-inserted plug in an electrical socket. Can you visualize that? Okay. The suggestion came after the girl asked Alexa for a, quote, challenge to do. That seems like a strange challenge to put out there. (laughs) It's bad enough we got the TikTok challenges. Now we have the Alexa challenges. Alexa, just give me a challenge, something to do. See how deep you can bury that butcher knife in your butt. (laughs) Oh, well, thanks, Alexa. Okay, so this is the quote from the smart speaker. Apparently it said the following. Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet. Then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. I can't see that it would do that. Is this real? This article? Could it, is this a parody of some sort? It looks legit to me. Amazon claims they fixed the error as soon as the company became aware of it. I don't even know how you could have this as an error. It just seems really like uh, the program would have to go rogue. Or some employee at the place would have be like trying to play a trick or sabotage the company on purpose. Um, the girl's mother, Kristen, described the incident on Twitter, apparently. Uh, she she wrote, We were doing some physical challenges like laying down and rolling over, holding a shoe on your arm uh, from a physical education teacher on YouTube earlier, but the weather outside, you know, she just wanted another challenge, my daughter. That's when the speaker suggested partaking in the challenge that it had found on the web. 
The dangerous activity is known as the penny challenge. Oh, this is a... So this story is not only real, but it's rooted in some history of these ridiculous challenges. I never heard of the penny challenge. Have you guys heard about that? Apparently it began circulating on TikTok about a year ago. That's good. Here's the TikTok challenge. Just uh, see if you can lose all your hair through electricity. How about that? It says here, metals conduct electricity, and inserting them into live electrical sockets can cause electric shocks, fires, and other damage. In case you guys are dumb and didn't know that that's what happens when you put something metal in an electrical socket. Um, There's someone named Michael Klusker, who's the station manager at a fire station. They, They... Asked him to weigh in on the situation. I love that. They asked people to t- just tell us what the obvious, sir. Yeah, the obvious is uh, you can lose your fingers, your hands and your arms when you're messing around with electricity. The outcome from this is that someone will get seriously hurt. I'm, a, I'm an official fire person. I know it. I know that if you mess with fires, electricity, you could get seriously hurt. Sadly, people have to say these things because, you know, TikTok is somehow convincing to people. I don't, I don't understand it myself. You, hey, the, you know, it's like the light yourself on fire challenge, and people are like, "Oh man, I think I, maybe I, I think I'm gonna try it, man. I'm not sure if I could light myself on fire. It's uh, if I dose myself in kerosene and then smoke a stogie, maybe. But you know, the challenge is if you can dose yourself in kerosene and then smoke a whole joint without going up in flames. That's the challenge. This couldn't possibly go wrong, could it? Maybe I should call the fire station first and ask them if this would be okay. Like, what could the outcome possibly be if it doesn't go well? (laughs) Okay, luckily, the girl in the story was pretty intelligent. And according to her mother, she was too smart to try anything quite like this. Amazon told the media in a statement it had updated Alexa to prevent the assistant recommending such challenges in the future. Yeah, you ought to get on this, obviously. And, uh, you know, when you're dealing with smart devices that all they do is they pull stuff from the web Sometimes it's the most popular thing, and sometimes those popular things are, you know, they didn't come from a, a good place. In in this instance, these challenges, they, you know, they're quite dangerous in many cases. So, but the device is meant to just kind of pull articles and stories. So you got to just, you know, insert a filter. I don't know how this works. I'm just saying something must be done. And you got to be careful. The other thing is, you think you can leave your child alone with one of these devices? Well, think again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you come home and you don't know what you're going to find. <laughs> child is putting beetles in their ears. Who knows? McDonald's in China is testing exercise bikes within their stores and restaurants. Fast food giant McDonald's is not only rolling out new and co-branded meals, it is also extending its creative thinking to hardware. And the idea of stationary bike seats at some of its stores in China. There's a video being passed around of a young girl eating a hamburger and drinking a soda while exercising on a bicycle seat. It's gone viral on social media, garnering well over 10 million views and thousands of comments. In a response to this viral video of this young girl eating a burger and pedaling her ass off in a McDonald's, McDonald's has not only confirmed the design of these exercise bikes slash seats, but also revealed its, quote, upcycle for good plan, saying, quote, these stationary bike seats for eating inside are being tested at a few locations in China as a way to respond to the government's low carbon emission policy. Oh, I thought this was going to be a 
anti-obese campaign of some sort, but uh, apparently it's it's for, more for the environment. Uh, either way, this is kind of fascinating. Uh, I do enjoy seeing people exercising more. I like that idea. I exercise quite a bit. I think it's very important to incorporate exercise into your life on, on a nearly daily basis. And if if you pedal your ass off every day for miles and miles, you can eat more Big Macs and, and those tasty chicken nuggets with that sweet and sour sauce that I go crazy for. Uh, I don't regularly eat McDonald's, of course, but I could eat some McDonald's and feel not so guilty because I went to boxing class last night. All right? so, and if you didn't make it to boxing class, then you know, maybe you go to McDonald's, you eat those chicken nuggets and fries, but you, you pedal on your seat while you're eating it. That'll make you feel better. Less guilt-free. It says here, McDonald's China said the bike seats can reduce customer guilt at the idea of eating fast food. Oh, yeah, I just said that. You're welcome. The bike is made of recycled plastic materials as well. Okay, covering all the bases, McDonald's. I like what you're doing. While exercising on the bikes, cell phones or other electronic devices can be charged by the energy generated during this process. Oh, they thought of everything. Oh, you could charge your phone while you're pedaling your butt off and eating those fries and filet of fish this is part of McDonald's China's measures to promote sustainability. Ah, I understand now. The fast food company said it will continue collecting customer feedback and might expand the idea to more cities. I like inserting bicycle seats in places. What about on the subway too? You sit on the subway, you're pedaling while the subway's going, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of places where you can, you know, if you're going to sit for hours or whatever the hell, you might as well get your exercise in. Like, uh, imagine jury duty. Instead of sitting on those hard benches, you know, you sit on a, a nice, comfy bicycle seat and we're all pedaling while we're sitting there, you know, listening to the lawyers do the cross-examinations. We're just pedaling away. <laughs> Pretty fun, right? You guys think this is a silly idea? What do you think? Could this ever work in the United States where the, um, for the most part, people that uh, go to McDonald's all the time, they don't seem to have any interest in attaining some sort of healthy physical shape in my opinion <laughs> they look like they're kind of resolved to the mcdonald's lifestyle but this might put another idea in their head you know maybe one day there's no other seats available they're like oh i can't sit on any of the benches they're all taken up i guess i'll sit on this this bike seat and then next thing you know they're pedaling and then they pick up the hobby and you know they get their life in order i don't know call the show 646-450-2012 Brothers in New Hampshire have been regifting the same box of candy for over 30 years. A pair of brothers in the state of New Hampshire have been observing an unusual holiday tradition. Tradition. It's an unusual holiday tradition. They've been regifting the same, the same box of candy for over three decades. Excuse me, I'm a little tipsy. They've been giving themselves the same box of candy for Christmas just every other year. They give it back. And now you take it. So, let's hope it's not chocolate. That shit ain't going to last. It's got to be a hard candy, in my opinion. <laughs> hard candy, guys. <laughs> Pun intended. Hey, sorry, I've had a few eggnogs this season. I could play a pretty good drunk, right? Would you guys say so? I could do this whole story as a drunkard. Maybe I'll do a whole episode as a drunkard one day. I've, uh... I've have, I have done a, a couple episodes drunk in the past. Any of you remember them? Someone, someone here has, has to remember uh, one episode in particular that I didn't even remember recording. Wasted. Came home at night and did it. <laughs> okay, let's get into the story. I'm sorry, guys. This is what you get. Deal with me. 
Ryan Wasson is one of the brothers. He says he gives a Christmas theme box of Lifesavers candy to his brother, Eric. He started doing it as a joke in 1987 because he knew his brother, Eric, hated Lifesavers candy. Oh, I can picture the Lifesavers candy. Those small boxes, there's like four rows of them or sleeves of them in there with various colors. What's wrong with them, though? They're delicious. The colors are delicious. I don't like those white ones. The solid white chalky Lifesaver candy, those are terrible. Awful. The rainbow ones, now we're talking. So he gave them to his brother. 1987, wow. um, Well, it's this sort of candy that would only survive these decades in shape, I'd imagine. You know, you got to send something that, like I said, is a hard candy. And not anything that can melt. And nothing with chocolate or dairy in it. Got to think of these things. Like, uh, you know, lollipops you could send. I'm not even sure you could do licorice or Twizzlers of some sort uh, for this many decades. Okay, it says here, Eric Wasson said he kept the box of candy all year, that first Christmas, so that he could give them to his brother Ryan the next Christmas. And this began this began a tradition between the two that has persisted every year since then, since 1987. Here's a quote from Ryan. Yeah, neither one of us will give up because we're brothers. We can never give up. If you ask which one has ever done the best as far as giving these, I mean, we're both going to say it's ourselves. We're, ne- we're never going to give in. We're going to keep this up forever. <laughs> and they probably will. The brothers say their annual gifting has gotten creative with elaborate pranks involving family, friends, coworkers. They even got the local sheriff's office involved once. Well, uh, you know, they melted one year, so they look pretty sad. So we got the original box, and then we got a new box, and then, you know, they both go out. So the old ones are pretty sad. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat those. Probably just want to eat the new ones that we got. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Oh, so they... They did melt. I didn't think it was possible for those hard Lifesavers candies to melt. But what do I know about candy technology? I'm just a connoisseur. I'm not an expert. Uh, (laughs) This is hilarious. I love pranks, man. I've said this on the show many, many times. Pranks are hilarious. I've actually done something similar in the past. More than once, I've sent uh, holiday cards in Spanish to my family. They cannot speak or read Spanish, but I just thought it was funny to send them like a... You know, a little Feliz Navidad Christmas card with some other words in there that they have no idea. Prank, pranks are great. Have you guys ever done a major holiday prank to a family member or a friend? Uh, let me know. Call, call me or you can email me too. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Love you very much. Happy holidays still. Yay! Can you hear me? Can you hear me recording? Can you hear me recording all that weird AF news for you? You guys know that 80s song that I'm parodying? (laughs) How do you know all these old songs, Jonesy? Let me tell you something. I've been around the block a little bit. Also, I have older cousins. (laughs) How are you guys? That's what I want to know. How are you handling the post-holiday hangovers and those pounds that you put on because you couldn't... Well, you couldn't put down those turkey legs. Oh, and you went back for more mashed, didn't you? Who doesn't want more mashed potatoes with gravy on it? I go back for more stuffing as well. Oh, stuffing with gravy on it. Oh, man. It's so good. Oh, I love stuffing. It's, so, it's crazy because it's such such a dumb little thing. I just love it so much. You know what I think it is? I don't have it enough. So it's like a it's a novelty. You know, you get it, you get it like twice a year, basically. So... Um, and the holidays are close, right? Thanksgiving and Christmas, the two times I do have stuffing, are a little too close. I think we should stretch one of them out. Let's have Thanksgiving in like 
June. What do you think? I think that's like that's better. Let's do we'll do Thanksgiving in June. And then we do Christmas six months later. That way we spread out this giant turkey feast over the year. Anybody with me on this? Is this a dumb idea? I feel like it's a good idea. I mean, what does it matter? I mean, Christmas, you have to keep to that day, right? But like Thanksgiving, come on. I feel like it's portable. We can move it around a little bit. No one, we've become so detached with the true meaning of it anyways, really. Like it doesn't, it's just like a day to feast, really. See friends and loved ones. Why not do it in the summertime? Why have both of these holidays in the chilly weather? Let's make a, I want like a backyard Thanksgiving in this hot temperatures. Granted, I live in Southern California. I could probably do an outdoor Thanksgiving too, but. You know, what about the rest of us? Yeah, I want I want everyone to enjoy an outdoor backyard Thanksgiving. It'd be pretty sweet. Anyways, these are just my ideas. You know, we don't have to adopt them yet. But if I if I am elected, I swear to you, as part of my platform, I will push very strongly to have Thanksgiving in June. That's right. This is my Kennedy impression. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, I, I learned it from The Simpsons. What do I know? Okay, I think I've gone on long enough in this outro, t- saying nothing, really. Just um, want to give thanks and praise, of course, uh, to everybody who's supported the show this year. And if you'd like to support the show through Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I posted some material yesterday and today within there, within the Patreon. So extra weird content, as you know, always doing that, keeping that up. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Or you can click on, uh, you know, buy Jonesy coffee. That's pretty cool. You only got a few more days to write this off as taxes, I think, as a donation. So, yeah, a few more days. So donate to me. Just by buying me coffees right there. It's pretty easy. Okay, bye.